This CyberSound episode was recorded in alignment with October Security Awareness Month. This is CyberSound, your simplified and fundamentals-focused source for all things cybersecurity, with your hosts, Jason Pufall and Stephen Mareska. Welcome to CyberSound. I'm your host, Jason Pufall, and today I'm joined by Steve Mareska, as always, and Michael Grandy. Hey there. Hello. Uh, so we're going to chat a little bit today about a topic that I get asked all the time about, which is I'm interested in getting involved in cybersecurity. How do I do it? And boy, I think there's a, there's a dozen different answers and a dozen different sort of ways to approach this. Um, you know, I think we'll start really quickly because I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. Um, you know, there really is that traditional route of sort of just getting some certifications. And, you know, there's a variety of entities that can do that. ISC squared, ISACA, SANS, right? There's a bunch of places to get certifications. Higher ed has certainly gotten into the cybersecurity realm, right? So I think there's ways to say, I've never really been a practitioner. I'd like to bolster my resume with some certifications and we can do that. Um, they come with pros and cons. And in a counterpoint, a lot of the security industry is made up of folks who are self-taught and frankly entered into that realm because they were a related field or they had the interest or frankly, it just seemed um, appropriate for their point in life. It's a very interesting field, has a lot of facets to it, and it's a great place for people who are curious. The I, I know for me personally, what always attracted me to the space as, as probably largely you know, not hugely technical person was the ability to understand the requirement to understand sort of all aspects of sort of IT and you know business. And now I think we're seeing even a migration into you know requirement to understand some legal aspects, which wasn't the case 20 years ago. Frankly, when I started out on this, it was a I'm a network person who does some network security stuff, right? Maybe that's firewalls or you know, some other network technologies. Um, it's, it's evolved significantly uh, into its own field. And it seems like there's almost uh, really, I mean, there, there's some limits on, I guess, what, what type of area that you can go into, um, but, but really from sales to contracts, the legal, sort of the soft skills that, that are needed in a lot of different things. Um, there's really a lot of opportunity. Project management comes to mind um, for folks who, want to, who, who are interested but may not be strictly technical in nature. One thing I often comment on, bouncing off of what you're saying, Mike, is that uh, security as a discipline has as its underpinning clear communication. It is essential to help translate complex issues, both from a technical perspective and the broader sphere, like you're, you're alluding to in terms of the psychology and the regulatory environment. If you can't articulate yeah. and you can't describe yourself and what you do, what problems you're solving, um, you know, it might be a challenge, but that's where people who have those skills are, are really well suited. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's try to be a little specific. Right? I think people who are listening probably are thinking, well, I'd like to, I'd like to get into cybersecurity. What does it actually mean? Right. And there really are a, a variety of skill sets uh, generally at play. I think the, the term analyst is, is something you'll see a lot, I think, with in, in, I'll call them in cybersecurity postings, right? The idea of being an analyst. Uh, that, that, that carries a lot of weight for me. When I, when I get somebody who truly has the skills of an analyst, it's somebody who can take large amount of information, uh, make sense of it 
and then convey it back to people in a meaningful way, right? Whether that's through an incident or whether it's through business improvements for security. Uh, but that idea of an analyst, I think it's kind of the underpinnings of what a lot of security organizations will require. And it's the basic role that many organizations that lack a dedicated security staff will really start uh, to, to get their feet wet in addressing information security at large. Um, job postings in general are fairly widely scoped. People with little experience may find themselves uh, well-suited for an analyst role, and those who have deep, deep experience might be more senior uh, still in the analyst position. Is there a sort of an easy differentiation, you know, perhaps that um, either of you could, could provide in some of the differences between strictly more government contracting type opportunities when it comes to analysts? You've heard the term, I've heard the term a lot, right. either in TV shows or, you know, sort of public discourse, you know, I'm an analyst or I work for this organization as an analyst, or you may have heard of a maybe an incident uh, at, a, at a large governmental uh, supplier uh, where an analyst was was named, but it was really a subcontractor in some way versus maybe that strict other definition of, you know, maybe a security operations center analyst or something like that. There's, there's, it's a, it's a very broad term seemingly thrown a lot, thrown around quite a bit. So I think I'll address that by just the, from the broad perspective first. Security depends upon good data and it requires people who are capable of sifting through it. That may mean uh, manually reviewing certain activities, manually reviewing information produced by systems, or it may mean developing tools to consume it at scale. Um, there are places for each uh, in that spectrum for people and for tools. And, you know, I think that, you know, from the governmental organization aspect that you're talking about, they tend to be more sophisticated. They have specialized roles for people who review very specific activities. You may have a security analyst whose sole focus is looking at network traffic just to divine malicious intent in that material. More broadly, you may have a generalized analyst who reviews all sorts of security data produced by antivirus, firewalls, uh, applications in general. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it differs, I think, from the engineering in terms of sort of review of data, maybe versus the implementation of tools, right? The security space tools. I mean, in the same sense that IT is also uh, specialized, so is security. People who start in the application realm the uh, operating system space and the network realm are, are all themselves overlapping in security. The best sort of analysts can straddle those lines fluidly, um, but specialization in those arenas is perfectly fine and normal and desirable in many cases. So I think the for me, the maturation in this space has, has really shown itself in security practitioners who understand the balance between security controls and, you know, the conducting business, right? Uh, and I think people who are able to have discussions across the entire enterprise with business people understanding processes and understanding how you know subtle changes on the security side might really disrupt the business, it's a really important quality. And you know, there's 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 a legitimate like technical tract, right? No doubt, uh, firewall management and you know some some network configuration towards a security goal. Uh, using security tools, right? There's a very, there's a, there's definitely a, a technical tract. I think 
moving into more of the management side, being able to understand security controls and the intersection or the or the impact potential on the business is really critical. It, it's a common um, perspective that security runs counter to business. Therefore, it undermines revenue goals and things of that nature. A, a very uh, well-functioning security uh, group within an organization can understand how uh, minute technical details of a software implementation impact revenue flow, impact customer interactions, and similar. That that type of nuance is, frankly, crucial for any sort of successful person in the security field. And you talk about sometimes the uh, unintended consequence of maybe IT managers and, and someone maybe working more on the IT management side or network administration of uh, implementing tools and processes for business efficiency and productivity, sometimes uh, unintentionally fly, flying counter to you know, security motives and, and best practices and fundamentals. Um, but sometimes we've seen organizationally um, people who do start out in an understanding sort of core network security as a technician or entry-level position are able to rise pretty quickly and understand that security is a, another, another step to take in sort of the uh, sort of that career path for some folks, pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think you know you you've got a unique perspective there, having spent so long in you know that sort of MSP space. Because I think you you have been able to see how it's not just about operations anymore. It's not really about can you install a network that functions and moves packets. I think you're you. I'm sure now when you're hiring in that space, it is how do you make sure that what we design for a client is sort of implemented robustly, but also securely. Yeah, it has to be woven into almost every solution that gets developed uh, from our perspective. Um, and that's sort of the, the that seamless nature of these solutions uh, come into play. Um, we've seen with interns coming a lot from the uh, university level, local throughout Connecticut and regionally at the Northeast, um, you know, there has been, I remember 10 years ago talking to some folks in higher ed, a bit of a disparity between the understanding of what a computer science degree meant versus mm -hmm. information right. technology. And so folks would go to school and come in and they would have some coding background, but they wouldn't really understand just the OSI model. And they right. wouldn't understand some of the basic core tenets that you would expect, um, not even just from a network perspective, but IT um, that's definitely been changing in recent years. Yeah. W one thing that you may have heard me say in the past is that uh, security is a realm where the rules are broken. And, you know, when you come from a software development standpoint or a you know, formal com uh, computer science background, your entire academic uh, career is based around constructing things that work properly. And the dirty details of when they fail is actually where we spend most of our time either planning for anticipating failure or alternatively diagnosing what things look like when those failures are used in a malicious way. So it's a very different perspective and, you know, a formal background in very detailed computer uh, engineering doesn't always lend itself uh, all that effectively to security unless specialization toward that goal has been Part of the education. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's face it, case in point, right? I was, you and I were both English majors. Uh, I have a master's in nothing close to security. 
But I think, you know, from an aptitude standpoint, it has suited my personality well for a variety of reasons, right? I think reasonably analytical. I like, you know, we, we do a bunch in that in, incident response space, but I like the, the emergency aspect of some of what we do. Um, it really lends itself to an inquisitive personality. I, I love that I'm forced in a lot of ways to be involved in almost every aspect of a company, right? If you think about some of the incident response work we do, it's going in and quickly understanding what the business's goals are, what the impact of the event they're having are, how do you quickly bring them back while also then trying to you know, either, either contain a threat or make improvements. There's a lot of dynamic decision-making that occurs. Yeah, having a, a technical background is helpful, but there's a lot of room in this space for non you know, people with non-technical backgrounds right, or, or, or largely non-technical focuses. Or alternatively, non-traditional thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been heavily involved in security research for the better part of 15 years, despite my, you know, non-computer science degree. And, you know, my background through demonstration reaches the same degree of people who spend their uh, eight-year cycle in, in college pursuing a PhD there are many, many people like me. Right. And uh, that's important from the hiring perspective. If your experience doesn't necessarily on your resume match up to what the job is requesting, uh, that, that's one thing. But experience tends to be uh, something that outweighs actual academic qualifications in the realm of security. So I'm going to flip the script a little bit on both of you and say, uh, if you were to sort of summarize someone listening that might be interested or think maybe perhaps they know someone who might be interested in a career in, in cybersecurity or um, information security, what type of advice would you give? If you're a sort of person that likes solving difficult problems and has the tenacity to go after things that may not have easy solutions or any solution, then security is probably the right place for you. Uh, that's true across the spectrums we've discussed, uh, whether we're talking about technical domains or the far more ambiguous regulatory and business realm, um, because we have to be creative. Our adversaries are creative. The problems we face are creative. You know, it's, it's an absolutely critical component for anyone that wants to work in this space. You know, so, and I would say, you know, find ways to get involved. So, you know, I really want to know when I'm talking with somebody that they aren't just trying to get into the security field because they believe it's lucrative. I want to know that they're doing it because they have a legitimate interest, right? And you can demonstrate that in spite of maybe not having that that demonstrable work experience by saying, you know, here's the security groups that I'm, or, that I, that I'm a part of, right? Or here are the people that I network with in that field to try to get relevant sort of experience, right? If you can show involvement, that goes a long way for me. Um, but I do want to see inquisitiveness. I, I think somebody who thinks differently is really attractive. Um, and there's ways to, to show that as well, right? So you don't have to have that long-term background. Uh, you know, case in point, some of our um, best hires, uh, you know, a decade ago actually had a background in bioinformatics and entirely unrelated fields. And, or at least they seem to be unrelated. Right. The truth is that the data analysis tasks that they have to pursue are remarkably similar to the challenges that are faced in security. And interestingly enough, the same people are the most articulate and 
describing the problems that they face. Therefore, they're excellent in producing the narrative and guidance required to translate technical things to a more business-oriented focus. So, you know, we're, I know we're close to wrapping up here with time. So I want, I want to sort of end this way, which is uh, historically, uh, I've had the, the opportunity to work with a lot of interns, um, sort of a lot of college students who have then turned into sort of longer-term employees. Um, I'm happy to have a conversation with anybody who's interested in getting to the field around what qualities make for a good security practitioner, what uh, certifications might be reasonable to pursue. And I think those are different for everybody. Um, you know, what internship opportunities or groups might be worth getting involved in. So if anybody's interested in having a further discussion around, hey, how do I advance my career in, in cybersecurity? You know, feel free to reach out to me directly at jpoofall at vancourt.com. Reach out to us via Twitter at Vancouver Security. Uh, feel free to start a conversation on LinkedIn. I think this is a really important topic. I don't think there's enough uh, serious practitioners in the field. And certainly we all recognize that there are there's a lot of opportunity for people. Um, we're happy to have that conversation. Security is still a developing field. It's at most, you know, 35 years old, if you stretch the definition. There's room for vast improvement there's room for a lot of people to join. And we like to help guide people through that process. And people from varied backgrounds and, and uh, you know, looking for different challenges in their professional world. Exactly. What I don't like to hear candidly is that it's maybe 35, you're stressing it at 35 years, and I've been in it for now greater than half of that. Uh, that's a little eye-opening. So uh, again, reach out to us. We, we are happy to talk. Uh, as always, uh, we hope that you found this podcast today uh, valuable. We appreciate you listening. And, and Mike and Steve, thanks for joining today. Thank you. Thanks. Stay vigilant. Stay resilient. This has been Cyber Sound. <laughs>